Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Daily Bolt with your host, Dr. Jeff Tilley. Today's topic, how government helps form scientific consensus in the modern world. Sit back and relax, and enjoy today's Daily Bolt. So, this is the first of two podcasts that I promised for today, since yesterday just didn't work out. Um, this is effectively part three of the discussion on scientific consensus. And uh, I don't have any graphics or anything to show you. I'm just going to talk for a couple of minutes. This will be a fairly short podcast. But I do have uh, an important point or two to make. In the past, in the distant past, we've given lots of examples of how scientific consensus uh, came to wrong conclusions in the ancient world and even uh, in the pre-industrial and early industrial uh, worlds and the scientific discoveries made during those periods. In the modern world, those still apply to a degree. Uh, they occur through exchange of scientific information at conferences and by other writing of papers, etc. But there is also another force at work here, which most people don't know about, and that's the government. It doesn't matter whether we're talking the U.S. government, the European Union government, China's government, Russia's government, any government that gives any sort of grant money or uh, other sort of project funding. Um, usually it's in the form of grants, uh, sometimes contracts, uh, has the ability to set the scientific agenda and make sure that the projects that they want funded are the ones that get funded and the ones that they don't want funded don't get funded. This, in a sense, can lead uh, government agencies, and I'm talking in the U.S. and specifically the National Science Foundation, the National Oceanographic and Atmospheric Administration, uh, various uh, cabinet departments, uh, the Bureau of Land Management within the Department of the Interior, etc. Any government agency that, f that has the ability to give grants for scientific research can decide which projects they fund and whether they're things that they think should be funded. This is where the influence comes in. It comes in through program managers, it comes in through uh, program heads, uh, it comes in through the, in the head of the agencies and departments themselves. What things do they want to see out of science? And this is a more powerful force than most of the general public really has uh, a feeling for. Uh, I've experienced this. I've written grant proposals. I've served on proposal review boards uh, for various initiatives uh, that have gone out. Other scientists do this as well. Uh, and one of the things that I've observed through the process is if a program manager uh, or a head of a directorate within an agency doesn't want something funded, it will not get funded. It does not matter how good the science might be that comes out of it. So there is a human element here which can be influenced by the worldviews uh, and desires of particular program managers, heads of directorates, heads of agencies, uh, and they can have a very powerful influence on the science that actually gets done. They can ensure that science gets done that leads to conclusions in a specific direction or consensus. Uh, I myself have personally served on uh, a review board for a uh, uh, series of grant proposals that were uh, 
submitted in response to specific solicitations. And there were interesting occasions where uh, those of us on the panel, one who were charged with directly reviewing the proposals, but even the rest of the panel did not think something should get funded because the science proposed was not well done. It was not well posed. It was not robust. The methodology was a problem. The results they expected to get were unrealistic. And nonetheless, um, that ended up getting funded because a program manager, actually it was a group of program managers, said, we want this to be funded. So I'm not making this up. I've experienced how this can happen firsthand. I've also had conversations with former program managers that basically said, well, this proposal here is good science, and uh, I don't want to fund it, so it's not getting funded. It's that subjective, and that's a problem within the scientific world, in that uh, the agencies that fund science in governments can really shape what science gets done, what conclusions will come out of science, because they will only fund the projects that look like they're going to get to the conclusions they want to see out in the scientific world. So it's not the only force that forms scientific consensus, but it certainly has the potential to be a powerful one. And this is something that there needs to be, in my opinion, more accountability for. Uh, and it's a good question as to how much of the scientific consensus on major issues is resulting because the program managers or the heads of the agency, the heads of the divisions, uh, what have you, want a specific consensus to come out. It's a question worth asking, and so I'm going to ask it. I don't have an answer, but it's something to think about. And that's it for today's Daily Bolt. I hope you have a good day, and we'll see you on the next episode.